Hello everybody and welcome to that artist morning edition where you never know what you're going to get because at least one of us has just woken up. I'm your host Danny. <laughs> I'm Michaela. Let's talk about some art. Oh, Danny, you're not a morning person, are you? No. I'm unfortunately a morning person. I didn't get this choice. My body decided I'm a morning person. I kind of wish I was more of a night person, to be honest. And I wasn't, like, tired at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it wasn't that clear to the listeners, I that just came on a whim. Because I fucked up the beginning of our intro right off the bat. So, yeah, it's literally gonna go any sort of way we'll figure out how it goes and clearly i'm not awake because that doesn't even make any sense (laughs) (laughs) great start have you done any art this week i don't let me think i don't think i've done any art this week this last oh i went to um for my, my birthday was in june and for my birthday i asked um my dad and my mom to be able to take my siblings on a trip to St. Louis to see John Mulaney. And so my dad bought the tickets for us for my birthday and my mom was really nice and like bought the hotel room and stuff. And so we did that this weekend. I took my siblings down there. We drove six hours down there and let's be honest, it always ends up closer to like seven, seven and a half once you like stop for food and get gas and bathroom breaks and everything. And we like swam in the hotel for an hour and then we had dinner and then we went to the show. And then had to get up the next morning to just come back home because I had a baby shower that afternoon. So we drove over 12 hours total to be there for 14 hours. So I think we were in the car like as long as we were in St. Louis and that's counting our sleeping time. But it was definitely worth it. It was, we had a lot of fun. It was a really good show. Um, Actually, when he came out and I saw how happy my siblings were, I started crying. (laughs) <laughs> because they were so happy I don't know I'm <laughs> I was just so happy that they were so happy and they were having a good time that I started crying <laughs> that's awesome yeah I was <clears throat> yeah I was super uh jealous that you got to go because I would have loved to see John Mulaney it was it was a really good show I'm very happy we got to go now the drive I I don't I don't miss the drive that was terrible I hated it I had to wake up. We got back to the hotel at 10.30. We went to bed about 11. Mm-hmm. And then I had to wake up at 5 <laughs> to take a shower and, like, wake myself up. Because I also didn't have very good sleep the night before. So, in, like, 48 hours, I had 8 hours of sleep. And then, uh, so I had to wake up so that I could wake my siblings up. And then we got we got coffee and, like, drove down to the arch and got coffee and, like, took my brother to the arch because he'd never been so we watched the sunrise at the arch while we drank some starbucks and stuff it was nice and then we did like a little loop around it a little walk and then we drove home yeah that's really cool where my siblings slept the entire time in the car and i had to be exhausted driving that sounds about right yep (laughs) so uh for me art wise um I guess I really didn't do a whole lot that I haven't kind of touched base on. I'm just still working on my uh, my book dress that I hope that I can share very soon. Um, I do have a shoot with an upcoming guest uh, that I'm hoping that I can share hopefully soon. 
Um, I've been doing a lot more like design work. Um, yeah, I'll send it to you in the, just in our messenger. <clears throat> but, um, I've been doing like a lot more, uh, like wardrobe design, something a little more different and fun mm-hmm. and stuff. So I've been doing kind of like block work kind of designing. Um, let me see. And I've been, I've been, uh, AI generating my designs. So it'll have like a little bit more of like a 3d effect to it. I don't know if it's actually going to go cool. anywhere, but yeah. But I'm looking at the I've photo right now, guys. That's very cool. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> well, do you want to get into some, am I the assholes? Okay. I am. I'm okay. Ready. I am prepared. Am I the asshole for not wanting to invite my autistic sister to my art show? Alright. Let's get into it. I, 18 female, got into this prestigious art show that I'm really excited about. It opens up on Friday and there's going to be a party, but I didn't tell my family because I didn't want my sister, 24 female, to come. Long story short, my sister's autistic. She's really smart. She went to an Ivy League school but does not do well with social cues. Usually this leads to her belittling me and being mean. My parents always tell me to get over it and that since she's autistic, she, can, she can't help it. She, but she doesn't unleash on them the same way that she unleashes on me. So I don't think they really understand. Every time something good happens to me, she just kind of shits on it or me and she never ever apologizes. Anyhow, my parents found out about the art show and got mad at me for not telling them. They told me they'll be coming to the opening with my sister, since she's currently living with us. I ended up breaking down and begging them not to bring her. I worked so, so hard for this, and since she thinks that my paintings are silly in the first place, I know she's going to be bringing me down in front of my friends and teachers. I asked if they could just wait until after the party and go later the show will be up for a week but they said they'll be coming to the party they also said i was being ableist by wanting to exclude my sister my sister found out and started screaming at me and calling me an asshole for not letting her share in this moment with me from my point of view i just want to be happy and have a happy night and celebrate this accomplishment but i don't know everyone in my family's pissed at me so maybe am i i am the asshole Oh, okay. Taking out the fact that, you know, taking autism out of the fact entirely, for me personally, as somebody who has that type of sister, um, I'm going to go, to be honest, I'm going to say not the asshole. Because when you're so, so excited and proud of something, probably for once in your life, Having anybody belittling you um, or belittling the art that you do is just not something that you want to have around. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do understand that there are there's a little bit more complication than it is for me, but coming from looking at the artist standpoint, I can understand why she wouldn't want to have those comments be made on such a an important time in her life. Yeah. If that makes sense. Do yeah. you have an opinion? 
I do have an opinion. And my opinion doesn't necessarily agree with yours. That, that's um, fine. I'm kind of 50-50. I understand yeah. from an artist's I perspective. T- me too, yeah. I'm, I, I understand from an artist's perspective, like, not wanting to be belittled and everything like that. Um, but as someone who has a sibling with autism, with ver- with similar things, with social cues and stuff like that, unfortunately, that's just something that you have to learn to deal with in your life. Like, it, and I'm thinking of it this way. It's no different than... If if your sister was in a wheelchair and you just didn't want to bring her because there's three steps and it wasn't wheelchair accessible, that would make you the asshole instead of just picking her up and carrying her up the steps, right? In my head, it's kind of the same thing. You know what's going to happen. You know what their limitations and their abilities are. And I'm not saying that's not something that this person could work on, on like learning social cues and stuff like that, because, you know, there are therapy options to help with that kind of thing. But there is a level where they they don't understand they don't understand the social cues or like how they're coming off. To them mm-hmm. they think they're just being like honest with you and like maybe the sister like she went to an Ivy League school, maybe she genuinely like the idea of being an artist just doesn't make sense to her. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm not well, I, if I can see it, it from both sides. I could see yes. I'm saying I understand why she wouldn't want her there. And why it would be hard to have her there being belittled. But I also understand from her point, family's point of view of, like, feeling like this person's being excluded. And also I can I can only imagine what it feels like to be that sister and be like, oh, you just don't want me there because of who I am. And I feel like there's things that, like, there could have been discussions leading up to this to help with this of, like, hey, I want you there. But these are the things you say and this is how it makes me feel and this is how it comes off. And if that's not something that you're going to work on while at for this event, then I don't want you there. Instead of yeah. just being like, no, you can't come. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, I also and- grew up, my, my brother has a lot of problems with uh, social cues as well. Or mm-hmm. um, emo- emotional regulation. And so maybe this is just coming from someone who's like lived in the same space. But it also might be a difference of she's the younger sister and I'm the Mm -hmm. older sister. So, like, mine comes more from, like, a sense of protection of, like, uh, my view of it comes more of a sense of protection than maybe hers does. But Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, as someone, the same thing. I wouldn't. Yeah. I guess you. some people have more of a tolerance for it than other people do, I guess. Yeah. So, kind of going through the comments. Typically, yes, I would agree with you. Um... So, yes, I, I, I do have a cousin who's autistic, but unfortunately, outside of um, that, I, I, I have worked with people with autism, so I, I do understand it to an, a degree, um, but outside of that, I don't have, like, consistent daily life um, mm-hmm. experience, so that might play a different role. I was going through the comments um, to kind of see what others were thinking, and there were a lot of people with autism who also commented. So it was just kind of interesting for me to read. Um, like Lazuli Arts on Reddit mm-hmm. um, says, as someone who struggles with social cues, I feel awful when I say something that hurts someone and then I change my behavior for the future. Autism does not equal asshole. See, and so, I, what do you think this of that? is another thing is we don't, we don't, I don't talk about this a lot publicly. 
I have friends mm-hmm. that I've been friends with for years who don't know this, but I was diagnosed with yeah. autism in my 20s. And that is something mm-hmm. that's hard for me too sometimes. Um, not necessarily social cues. Like I've learned to math well enough to pick up on them, but mm-hmm. sometimes it is like emotions. Sometimes I can't tell if I'm making you mad or not until yeah. it's too far and things like that. So I also understand from the other sister's perspective of like maybe she doesn't, if this other sister hasn't, if the artist hasn't ever like said to your, her sister, hey, what you're saying hurts me, because we don't know if they've had that discussion. It doesn't, she doesn't say if they've like talked about how it hurts or when she says this or if she just deals with it. But like if you're not having those conversations too, you also can't fault that sister for not realizing if yeah. she can't pick up on that. Yeah, and, and and unfortunately, that's just an assumption that we have to have. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's no update or anything. But going off of what you said, um, there's an, there's another comment here that says I'm autistic, pretty decent at not being an asshole, but sometimes I can't tell what is and is not an asshole move. So I need someone to tell me. The real problem here is the parents. I, so, yeah, I agree with that too. If it's not being yeah. corrected, then it's not. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's kind of why I went to the, um, not the asshole, because you just want to be, have something that you're just proud of, and not sit there and get, like, you know, beat down for it, and feel like it's not, you know, it's not something to be proud of, so I think that's kind of why I went the way we, I did, just because, this. I mean, it's not the first time I read it, because I'm the one that comes up with these, but, um, (laughs) I think just not having all of the details probably really would have um, changed a lot for me if we kind of had more of those details that OP probably didn't think were important or were trying to stay within a word limit. So, um, yeah. It is hard. I mean, even if you think about in context of having any sort of disability or knowing anyone with any sort of disability is complicated because I think Mm -hmm. even you and I can say like I haven't been invited to things before because my friends were like well I know you can't stand for that long with your body so we just didn't invite you and I'm like okay cool well the invite still would have been nice even if you know I physically can't do it you know and it's thing and it's kind of similar to this where like I'm sure this sister like feels bad that she wasn't invited because she may not even have realized that she was coming off this way and she's like oh so I've just been hurting you and no one said anything or like maybe that is a thing of like maybe um maybe the parents have always like just told the artist's sister hey get over Mm -hmm. it she can't control it and never never try to correct it and so she just never told her and then like it's kind of on everyone at that point um we just don't know, but I totally understand her just wanting to be like, you know what, I just want a night where I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I, I think that we're at least a little bit on the same page of there needs to be more information outside of just the scenario. Yeah, <laughs> to, it is Because I, I feel like there's, yeah, it, it's not really something that we can just, like, be like, yeah, one way or the other, for sure. Um at least in this scenario, because there, there has to be more to it. Um, Should we go to the yeah, next one? Yeah, I think. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like we just like, start talking in circles now. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the next Morning one? edition. 
So, am I the asshole for snapping at my friend for correcting my art that's for her? Okay. Uh, to stay within the word limit, I'm going to leave stuff out. I do art as a part-time hobby. I like to say that I'm pretty good at it. Not amazing, but it's nice. Every now and again when I'm bored, I like to gift my friends some art of their OCs or personas, whatever it may be. Since I don't charge them for it, I use it as a practice time where I try something new or I just don't try as hard on the piece. It's supposed to be fun, you know? Now I have given this particular friend art in the past, some free, some commissioned. They like to watch me draw, so I usually screen share while, I, while we talk on Discord. However, every time I am drawing one of their OCs, they always correct me about how I'm drawing it. For example, the eye is in the wrong shape or expression, this accessory isn't big enough, that color isn't right, etc. For a while, I never really minded because I'm a forgetful person and I get things wrong. But as time went on, I found myself getting more and more annoyed until the other day when I snapped at them. The drawing was supposed to be fun, and I admit I think I overreacted, but they said the head of the character was the wrong shape. At the time, the drawing was a rough sketch. I lashed out, basically told them to stop whining, the art was free, and I knew what I was doing in a joking but stern tone. We kind of had an awkward laugh and moved on. I stopped drawing their OC soon after that, and we did something else for the rest of the day. Looking back on it, I feel pretty bad because they sounded like I had hurt their feelings by reacting like that. Maybe I was just being too sensitive. I usually take constructive criticism just fine, and I don't mind them being nitpicky about details when they commission me. I actually prefer that they tell me what about the piece they don't like so I can fix it. After all, they paid me to do it. However, when it's a free art, I feel like they are overstepping by being so particular with my drawings of their OC. Am I the asshole? And there is an edit. For clarification, after speaking to my parents, they think I was being a dick. They believe that since it's their character and I chose to draw it, they can be as picky as they want to, even if the art is free. Okay, this one's hard. So... Mm -hmm. I do kind of agree. No. <laughs> this one's hard. This one's hard. Yeah. And it doesn't help. I do understand help, at least... doing it. Go ahead. You go first. Uh, I was just going to say, it doesn't help, at least for me, that I don't know, like, the ins and outs of, like, drawing. <laughs> so I, I only have, like, a photographer's standpoint on it. See, I think, okay, I understand she is doing it for free and she's doing it for fun. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like, she should be doing, like, it. she should have control over it, but I also understand her friend's perspective, like, if you're drawing their character, mm -hmm. they're going to tell you if you're drawing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, that is kind of part of it. It'd be like, it'd be like if you're drawing a giraffe, but you didn't make the, lo the neck long, which is a very, like, a very standpoint of a giraffe, yeah. someone's gonna walk up and be like, hey, I'm not sure that neck is long enough. And so, like, if you are drawing a character and the character is known for being, like, having this eye shape and you're not doing the eye shape, someone's going to point that out to you. Mm -hmm. So I kind of agree with her parents of, like, if you... I understand you are doing this for free and you are doing it for fun, but you're drawing someone else's character and the idea that they're not going to correct you when they're doing it wrong and that's 
their character, like their, um, their work, I guess, of making this character mm -hmm. and you drawing it wrong is, how am I trying to word this? It's like, they, they have some creative, like, background with this character. They're the ones who made it. So they have some sort of rights over it. And you are drawing it. So I understand them wanting it drawn correctly, whether mm -hmm. you're doing it for free or not, because it is their character, not yours. Yeah. So Bored Renegade on Reddit uh, says, I'm going with a soft, you're the asshole, which may be controversial. When you give a gift, it belongs to the person you give it to, not you. If they dislike the gift, so be it. If your friend said, I like this picture of my cat, but her eyes are blue, not green, it would be rude to say, you're overstepping, it's free art, I can draw your cat how I like. This makes it seem that despite the picture ostensibly being a gift, you drew it for yourself and your enjoyment. That is not a gift. So yeah, a soft, so you're the asshole, it seems to be the consensus here. Um, yeah, I would say a soccer the asshole. If you really want to do something for fun, it needs to be something that doesn't already um, wasn't wasn't created by somebody else. Mm -hmm. And apparently, they did find a solution. Or proper underscore garlic three one seven one has given a solution. I can't tell which one, but it okay. says OP no longer draws art for that friend because it was stressful and upsetting, especially when it's a hobby. Sometimes when you start something, it gets less fun or just doesn't work out, and that's okay to step back. They just need boundaries, and I think no longer doing the screen sharing is a great step, and if Oki wants to give to the, the friend art in the future, ask for a character reference sheet and show it upon completion. That way there's not too many cooks in the kitchen, and it doesn't put unnecessary tension on their relationship. I agree with that. Yeah, there are some that say not the asshole, that it's understandable that being constantly corrected and constantly correcting someone's art is really rude. <laughs> so there is a back and forth, which is why I think there's a lot of um, uh, the softness of it. Like there's yeah. no, there's, it's not black and white here. Um, like I can understand sitting there and getting told what to do as you're trying to just have fun with something but I also get when you're drawing an OC it's like you want it to look the way that you know it, the character is supposed to look yeah. yeah so yeah so the consensus on here is that this person is the asshole um but it sounds like it's it's more of a gray area than it is black and white are you or are you not all right so Mac and I are going to talk about something that's really important within the art community, um, community over competition. Mac, do you kind of want to go into detail about what community over competition is and maybe what the benefits of being a part of a community over competing with another artist may be? So um, community versus competition is the idea of finding a balance between the two of them. So obviously to be an artist, there has to be both. Um, but it's just, it can be complicated to find a balance between the two of them. Mm -hmm. So as an artist, you're automatically in a community. Whether you participated or not, you are. You're in a community of artists um, with 
every kind of artist you can be in a community with your specialty so like a community of painters versus a community of photographers and blah 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 and like that can break down even even further of a community of oil painters versus a community of acrylic painters whatever however small you want to get into that community but you are a part of one whether you choose to participate in it or not but on the flip side in every community there's also competition especially among artists you're fighting for clients you're fighting for someone who's going to buy your painting you're fighting for um if you're an actor you're fighting you and this other actor are both going for the same spot so there is a competition between those and this discussion is about finding the balance between the two of them because it it can be hard to you want to be in the community and you want to be liked but if you don't have any competitive edge you're not going to sell your stuff mm-hmm. versus also if you decide that you want to just be competitive and not take part in any community and now you're missing out on the benefits of the community like having people there for you making friends being able to get correct uh not corrective uh constructive criticism is what i was trying to say and so you have to find a balance of being in the community and being able to build relationships that aren't going to be damaged by the level of competition that you are having Mm -hmm. yeah I'd say that's a pretty good definition of it. So there are a bunch of different ways that community over competition does become integrated in art. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be referencing a blog from effiegermeza.com. Um, I would go check them out because they have great advice here. Um, and so there are a few examples of what, Uh, community over competition looks like. So I thought that we could kind of go through it and um, kind of discuss a little bit about it. Um, But the first one is community over competition means being kind to others in your industry, which I totally agree with. I feel like um, it's the least you can do in the community, especially if you want to be a part of it in any sort of way. Um, I mean, that's something that we fully advocate is being kind to others, whether you're a professional looking at amateur work or vice versa, or if it's just work that um, isn't necessarily your style. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when it comes to like your constructive criticism, I think that you need to keep in mind that these people are also artists who put a ton of work into their end result, and they don't need to sit there and be belittled for doing something that you may not agree with, but it's theirs and it means something to them. Um, As an artist, we put our heart and soul into our work and Mm -hmm. just having constant people belittling your work um, is difficult. And so I feel like right off the bat, like just be kind, be nice. There's no reason to not be. Um, yeah, do you have anything to touch with that? No, I, I agree. It's like, um, we, it's very easy to look at other people's art and only want to criticize it or correct it, which, you know, can have a downside, especially when 
sometimes it's not even your style. So you're trying to correct something that is it doesn't even how do I wear this? Not that it doesn't make sense, but I, I I'm a photographer. I have I have no right to be correcting an oil painter when I've never oil painted in my life. Mm-hmm. But I think as artists, a lot of the times your first instinct goes to corrective criticism, even when it's mm-hmm. not warranted or needed. And I know Danny and I have seen that even in like some of our own photography groups where someone posts something, they're really proud about it. And then all you see in the comments is corrective criticism. No one says mm-hmm. a single nice thing about it. And it is mm-hmm. because it's a competition. And I think mentally you're like, I would have done this differently, mm-hmm. which is it's that's human nature. But you also just you need to be nice. You have there's no reason not everything's a competition and it's OK to compliment each other. It's okay to compliment someone that you're competing against. It's not going to hurt you or that person or your work to just be nice about another Mm -hmm. artist's art. Yeah. And I feel like the relationships that you could achieve just by being kind can really help. I mean, help your business first off, but just help you in your personal life as well. Like that artist would not be a thing right now Mm -hmm. if... I sat there and criticized your work or vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> like we met through, you know, different community art projects and within the groups and stuff. And if I just sat there and just like tore you down consistently for your work, you would like, we would not be doing this podcast no. um, or vice versa. Like that just wouldn't make sense. And so and it, you and I can also both like talk, like admit we have very different styles. Mm -hmm. and interest in the photography world and like that's something too that I think that I see a lot when it comes to community versus competition is people being like well I would have done this if I did it okay cool but it's not yours and that's not this person's style so why does your opinion why why Mm -hmm. does what you would have done matter at all it doesn't yeah yeah (laughs) that's one of my biggest peeves honestly (laughs) yeah I feel like that's something that a lot of people especially those who fall into like a particular style after a while or become a professional after so long, uh, they just kind of get into their mindset. And, and I'm not saying exclusively them. I'm not saying all photographers within this tier, but I feel like a lot of that criticism comes from people like that who feel that because their style is so successful for them, it means it's like the only good Mm -hmm. style or whatever it may be. And then they get this God complex and they start like shooting lightning down to those who are still learning. Um, And that's, that's when I see it a lot is when people are trying to grow and even if they're looking for criticism, it's never constructive. It's just belittling and beating them down. And I have seen not only photographers, but other artists stop doing what they're doing because people are just so mean to them or telling them that their work's ugly or whatever it may be and not really giving any sort of um, constructive feedback. And, and I, I do want to make clear that constructive feedback is a lot different than just criticism. Um, 
I wholeheartedly accept constructive criticism all day long. Um, I may not take it for your word because, you know, not all the time it'll work for my particular style, but if you're going to sit there and just be like, yeah, your work sucks, then that's way different than being like, oh, well, you know, if you want to, you know, kind of work on something, I would work on maybe not using so much vignette or, um, you know, try working with the color slider or whatever it may be. That's a lot different than just being like, yeah, your work sucks and you need to stop. Yeah. So, yeah. So the next um, idea of what community over competition means is giving credit where credit is due. And I feel like that's something that we have a lot of experience in. Um, I don't only work with clients. I also work with models and designers and uh, artists of their own nature. So this one, I feel very close to my heart. Um, We always, anytime there's a collaboration, there's always credit to everybody involved, whether they designed the wardrobe or did their makeup or whatever it may be. Um, that's really important. Um, don't steal people's work Yeah, for starters. <laughs> um, you know, don't, don't take people's ideas or their work and market them as your own. I feel like that's very obvious, but you mm. see it so much. Like, just don't like take ideas and claim them as your own because I know that's something that happens a lot, um, where especially new photographers who are sh- who are trying to start business and might not have as many um, people open to doing model calls or whatever, um, they'll take like other people's work that they'll find on Pinterest or wherever mm-hmm. and post them to their page and be like, "Hey, who wants to?" I'm, you know, I'm doing this as like a mini session or whatever, giving mm-hmm. the impression that they're the one that took the photo. And so don't do that. <laughs> Just don't do that. Um, you know, coming off marketing somebody else's work, um, even claiming it to be your own is a big no, no. Um, and, and I can only come from like a photographer standpoint as the, of that, um, not necessarily other artists, but I'm sure I mean, I'm pretty sure we had an Am I the Asshole um, story about this. Yeah. Um, if we haven't done it already, we will be. It, it happens all the time in all forms of um, art, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, so number three is uh, referring business to others. Uh, is this something that you do? Oh, yeah, for sure, actually. Um, there's been uh, multiple times that I've referred people to other photographers versus um, whether that was like I just wasn't the style that they wanted and I'm personally am not willing to adjust my editing style there are some photographers who will I that's just I shoot the way I shoot and if I'm not the great the best fit for you and you're looking for another style I will help you find a photographer who is your style and in your budget Mm -hmm. um same thing goes for like I don't shoot weddings anymore I tried. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard with my with my health issues. I can't do it. But if I have someone coming to me and they're like, "Hey, I'm looking for, you know, a wedding." Like I'll do elopements. I love elopements. I just cannot do all day weddings. 
mm-hmm. and but I will help you. I'm like, okay, am I the style you like? Do you like my editing style? Cool. Here's a list of like seven other photographers who mm-hmm. can do it. Or I've had people who come to me and they're like, hey, I'm on a deadline. I need to headshot for my new job. I need it within the next week. If I can't fit you in the next week, I'm not going to leave you high and dry. I'm going to be like, here's a list of like eight other photographers that I trust. Like reach mm-hmm. out to them. Maybe one of them can get you in, you know, yeah. like that's just, that's just part of it. You refer work to other people. And I think that goes for all like kinds of work. A painter who only paints oil colors. If you come to them and do a, ask them for watercolor, they're not going to switch up their whole style just to accommodate you, but they may be like, Hey, here's a watercolor. Um, like a friend of mine does watercolor. She does really good. I think she's going to be really good fit for what you're looking for. Here's her information. And I think that's really mm-hmm. important too, because you know, maybe someday someone's going to be like, Hey, I have a client that, uh, you know, I, I'm already booked that date, but I think that you would be a good fit for them here. Mm-hmm. Here's their stuff. Reach out to them, you know, like it's mm-hmm. great. Like, to help each other out like that and if you're yeah. only focusing on competition and not thinking of community ever that's something that you miss out on mm-hmm. yeah I agree I, I don't do weddings anymore but I do still have quite a few people who will come to me asking for it because they like my style and want something mm-hmm. unique for their wedding photos but again at the same time in the same boat as you I can't do <laughs> our wedding anymore um it's just not possible with my joints. And so I have somebody who I always refer to, um, and she does great work. Um, I don't even know if she listens to the podcast, but if you're looking for a wedding photographer in the like Iowa, I guess in general, um, live free photography, go to her every time. Um, but Also, in the other sense, I've had clients who also like my work and want my work and stuff, but I'm a little bit more on the luxury side of my pricing, Mm -hmm. and so not everybody can stick within, like, their budget for me, which is understandable. There's nothing wrong with that, but even though it's something that I would be able to do for them in terms of, like, the shoot itself it's not something that they can afford. Yeah. So I have photographers who do fantasy like photography or have a little bit more of that unique editing style that you're not going to see from, you know, other photographers as like a mass thing. Mm -hmm. And I'll, you know, I'll send them their way. And I hope that, you know, these people get clients from me because, you know, they deserve it. And that's all I'm looking at. I'm not looking at, well, I guess you got to find somebody else then and not refer anybody because first off, it doesn't look good on me or my business, <laughs> but also it, when you're in the business of photography, especially, um, if you're only looking at it for the money, you're in the industry for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, for me personally, it's not only finding work that resonates with me and that is going to have me fulfilled artistic wise, but it also is looking at the client and their needs because a lot of the clients come and are looking for photos that mean something to them. And even family photos mean something 
to that client, even though it doesn't really mean a whole lot to you. And so if you are more focused on, you know, the business aspect of everything, photography isn't your thing. Don't do it (laughs) because your number one priority should be your clients. Um, And if you purposefully do not recommend other photographers who might be a better fit for them, if you can't do the job, then you don't need to be in this industry. But that that goes with all kinds of art too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If you are a painter or a performer who does private gigs, but you're already booked that day and you're not really, you're not willing to give that slot to another performer, even though you can't do it. That's, I mean, honestly, I'm going to be blunt. That's shitty. That's, that's really shitty. If you know Mm -hmm. someone else who's free that day and deserves that and you're booked and you can't do it, why would you just be like, oh no, sorry, can't do it. Instead of being like, hey, this person would be a great fit. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just not 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 good yeah and again like it's just there's other people who are missing out and yeah. you're not thinking about them you're only thinking about yourself exactly in that situation and if you don't want to be known as like a selfish person just refer people it's not that hard especially if you can't do the job anyway <laughs> so number four is um you have the freedom to collaborate when you uh, practice in community over competition, which is very true. Um, A lot of the groups that Mac and I are in are not only photographers, but also models and uh, hair and makeup artists and uh, designers. And, you know, you have like a whole group of people that you can come together. Mm -hmm. And when you're focusing on that community aspect, you can network and find other people who do different things to come together and create something amazing. Um, Some of my best work is from collaborations and it was because you let everybody do what they're good in and it just all comes together so well. And seeing it from the other end where there was collaborations that were more competition over community. You can see where things fall flat. Mm-hmm. Um, you see tension within the work or the work isn't as good because everybody is like fighting over each other. Um, there's other great ahead. examples of this too. Um, like performing shows. Uh, there are a lot of shows that are just drag queens or just drag kings or just burlesque performers like i know one that's being put together here in our town for august that is going to be all three and it adds more variety to the show and can make it more interesting but if you're not willing to branch out and network with other people to make that happen you're not going to have a show like that so it goes for all kinds of art of just being willing to branch out and collaborate with people and work with them and build those connections that are important for the both of you um, but if you're only focused on competition, you never have opportunities like that. So those are the four points that Effie Gramaza, I'm very sorry if I got that wrong, um, pointed out of what community over competition means. But she also has a, a spot where she talks about what community over competition doesn't mean. And so um, the very first one is 
that you have to do work for free or give away anything. And I feel like that's a lot where community over competition kind of falls apart because I feel like people think that in order to have that community, they have to give something um, free all the time. Um, and I know that that makes things a lot difficult, especially in the groups that we are in, mm -hmm. because everybody is expecting it anymore. Um, TFP is constantly a thing, but there's no structure with how TFP works within um, a lot of those these those who don't know what TFP means, because you're not in the photography community, TFP is trade for prints, which means the photographer most of the time means the photographer and the model are both working for free for mutual mm -hmm. um, like benefit of models getting free photos that they need and the photographer is getting a model for project that they need. Yes. Um, and I feel like there's not a lot of structure with that. So I feel that community over competition gets muddy for a lot of people um, when they think that that's what it is. Um, you don't have to give everything or anything away. That's obviously your choice. Um, but there are other ways, as we have already discussed, where you can be a community player while not giving anything away. Mm -hmm. um, that's entirely up to you. Um, you know, you can be smart, a smart business owner, um, while still being a part of, you know, the community um, and not just being a competitive person. Exactly. Um, it also says that uh, it does not mean that you can or that you have to let people walk over you and your business. I think it's still kind of the same when it comes to TFP mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, you know, if you genuinely don't think that you're going to benefit from a shoot, don't do it. <laughs> um, or, yeah, or you any, know, don't feel else. like you have to. Yeah. yeah, don't feel like you have to because. Um, you want community over competition. Um, and it also says that you, it also doesn't mean that you're not going to have competition. Um, as we already said, there's going to be competition <laughs> everywhere because everybody is looking for commissions or for clients or whatever it may be. And um, there's always going to be that competition there. It's just finding that health, that, that healthy balance. Exactly. But yeah, so again, community over competition. Just don't be a dick. That's what it be just nice comes to down people. to. That's honestly just what this all comes down to. Is don't be a dick. It's kind of like a treat your treat others how you want to be treated kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. constructive criticism's great, but you don't need to give it if it's not asked for. Um, working with other people and giving them credit where their work, you wouldn't ever go to a theater show. And think to yourself that only those actors are the ones who did everything. Like, there's so many people behind the scenes that deserve credit. And that is the same thing with any kind of art. That the people who help, help you deserve credit. You know, mm -hmm. when you're collaborating. And, you know, just just don't be a dick. That's all it is. Yeah. You, like, you know, help, help the other people in your community. And that help's going to come back to you. Just be nice. And... Mm -hmm you would never you couldn't even imagine all the doors that would open for you for just being a decent person mm -hmm. to another artist because unfortunately we all know this that being an artist is hard 
and it is a really hard environment to be in. And there are a lot of mean people who only care about competition. And trust me, if you are nice to someone, the chance of them helping you down the road in the future is crazy high because they probably haven't mm-hmm. had a lot of people who are as, as nice to them as you are. Yeah, just and be a good and, person. Don't yeah, be a and, dick. <laughs> unfortunately, we just don't have a lot of time for it today. But there are so many benefits to your own business in being that community integrated person. And unfortunately, again, we don't have time for it today, but like there's so many good things that can come from, from it that help you business-wise as well, getting more clients. So just kind of keep that in mind when you're trying to choose whether or not you want to be a community player or if you just want to be competition with everybody. Exactly. Okay, well, that is going to be it for today. Um, but if you would like to find that artist podcast off air, you can find us all over social media, Danny. On Facebook at thatartist.fb, on Instagram at thatartist.ig, and on TikTok at thatartist.tiktok. And if you're interested in being a guest on the That Artist Podcast, you can email us at thatartistpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, I think that's it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye.